0: Good morning and welcome to Talking Books. A fortnight has flown by once more. I'm a year older, but definitely no wiser. My own writing is still happening only in fits and starts, and the weather is confusing as ever. So what's to be done? We turn to poetry, of course. Um, And today we're lucky enough to have a return visit by local poet Paul Tobin, who can always fill 30 minutes or so of Talking Books with words to warm the soul. So welcome again, Paul.
1: Thank you, thank you, and happy birthday. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks very much anyway. Mm. Um, Hopefully you're going to read some more of your poetry Mm. for us later on. Mm -hmm. But for anyone who hasn't heard the previous shows you've been on, do you Mm -hmm. want to just give us a bit of background to how you came to poetry and what inspires you?
1: I've probably written most of my life actually. I, I, I had a dream when I was 12 and uh, I I dreamt a poem and um, it was a very bad poem and um, since then I have written poetry to be honest I was probably my middle 40s by the time I actually started thinking I needed to do something with this I got derailed by thinking poetry had to be spontaneous and always cited uh, Jack Kerouac's on the road being written on one Benzedrine fueled night but of course it wasn't and he'd revised it and I discovered all of this later on Um, what inspires me is everything around me the world inspires me I think with poetry that the poems are out there and what you have to have is you have to have the eyes to see the poems Yes, and I often think with the um, Photographers, you know, does does the picture form? You know, does the eye see the picture? Does the camera capture the picture first? Yeah. You know, where does it all begin? And I think poetry is quite similar.
0: Because I think certainly with the the analogy with the with the photographs. Is, um, I'm just having my microphone tinkered with, so you'll have to excuse me for a bit. Um, yes, it, the analogy with the photographs is a good one because often mm. you're actually what mm. you're actually seeing isn't what comes out in the final photograph.
1: It isn't and no, it's, a, no. it's a
0: matter of interpretation mm-hmm. and I always think um, John Keats when he said poetry should come as naturally as the leaves to the trees or better yeah. it didn't mm-hmm. come at all yeah. there's something in that but it's a bit like your Jack <laughs> Kerouac if you see Keats poetry he's crossing out and editing yeah, yeah. all the way through So, well
1: I think that's part of it it should come naturally that if you have to work at it if you, there are sometimes when you have an idea you know I get an idea and it's like a bee in a, a bonnet and I think oh this is going to work and it doesn't and you have to walk away from it because when it becomes strange it, it just yeah. doesn't work, and I think what Keats is saying, essentially, is 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 that the the process of writing and revising should be should be natural. Yeah. And if you're trying to, you know, at times you're trying to marry up two dissimilar concepts, or you're trying yes. to you're trying to take something so far that in, that you destroy the tension within it.
0: Yeah, and it's like any writing, you can realize you've overcomplicated mm. something. Mm. At least Keats. Kind of knew and stopped when he realised he wasn't going anywhere with something. Yes. It's, it's, you can sense his mm-hmm. frustration. And do you find that though? With if you if you've got this idea, are you able to just walk away, or is it frustrating?
1: Depends at times. It really depends upon how close I am to it. What I tend to do is to put things. It is when I finish them is to try to put them away for at least two weeks in a drawer yeah. and walk away from them and not not. And and move on to something else. When you go back to them, you can usually start to see flaws that are the. You, yeah. you see things with new eyes. It's it's with all writing you have to do that. Yeah. You know, and give yourself the space to be able to do it. And it's the, lo- of, it's the luxury of having the space, actually.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the hardest things for writers to get to grips mm, with, isn't it? Fact, mm, writers of poetry, mm-hmm. fiction, non-fiction yeah, is mm-hmm. that ability to walk away from it and say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: "No, I've got need fresh eyes." Yes. For this, and that editing
1: mm-hmm. process is really tough. It is, yeah. it is, and it can't be underestimated the the amount of effort that has to go into editing, and it even, I mean, for me, I I usually write by hand, and I've I I usually have a book with me at all times that I will scroll in, and I will transfer those ideas to to uh, an A4. Mm. Book that I, tend, notebook that I tend to write in, and I will do revision after revision there. And it's only then, when I've got it feeling that it's just about there, that I'll mm. actually write on the computer. Yeah, because I think you can lose too much, For me, I am not the type of person that saves every draft on the computer. I will then, I will, I will alter it till I get it the way I want it. Yeah. And I always, that's why I always like having the first draft. Close, because I can go back to what I originally... I can go back to the source. Yes. And um, because at times you're trying to make it work or trying to to um, fit to 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 make it fit a form, will change the um, will we'll ch- we'll, will 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 dilute your idea. It will make it less. It will diffuse it, and and you need to keep. You know, for me, I need to keep Going back, go back to, to, to the, the original idea. Yeah, and and then retracing. My, I suppose it's because I I'm hopeless at reading maps, and I <laughs> um I, I I I you know so I always have to go back to the same the same place.
0: Well, they do say having a wander is very good for
1: mm. the very
0: good therapy. Mm-hmm. Just having a wander and noticing what's around you is yeah. the best thing you mm-hmm. can do. I mean, certainly for mm-hmm. a poet, you get the sense that yeah. it can be the smallest thing that can set off something that becomes. Well, much bigger and more
1: meaningful. So. Yeah, it's the trigger, isn't it? I think yeah. I think that I think what happens is that we absorb the world. Whether yeah. we, you know, I think everybody absorbs the world, and I think poets and uh, uh, writers and, to an extent, photographers. I think creative people tend to tend to be able to then represent something to the mm. world to the world mm. in a different way. Yeah, uh,
0: it, I think. Um, when we had some uh, readings of your poetry last time, it was from mm-hmm. "Blessed by Magpies."
1: It was indeed. So, yeah. have you published mm-hmm.
0: anything since then?
1: Um, "Blessed by Magpies" came out. Oh uh, gosh, probably about four or four years ago now. Uh, a year ago in November, I published "Flash Words," which was my um, new, which was my latest collection. Since then, and that that went down rather well. They had a couple of nice reviews, and since then. And it's you know sold reasonably well. And since then, I've been working on, um, I suppose, the follow up. I'm always continually writing, and when I think I've got enough that is, is uh, uh, publishable, then mm. I I contact my I talk to my publisher, mm. and I tend I tend to work like that. And we we have this sort of fluid relationship that at some point I'll come back with the uh, the next collection, with the next one we Yeah,
0: yeah. We're waiting for, for Paul's next collection. Yeah. So so yeah. that
1: will probably be. A, I would have thought. Sometime next year, I'm, I'm probably about two thirds the way there with it. I've got lots, of, lots, of, lots of poems, and I was looking at them when I was thinking about this morning and, and coming on. And I was thinking, guys, oh, some of them need a good tweak, All even right. even though I think I finished them. Yeah You know yeah. They end up like Robert Lowell Constantly re-revising re, um, yeah, your work It can
0: be just one word Can't it sometimes mm, When you look at poetry mm, and you it can re- be in man- It's really mm. interesting to see A poet's thought processes and yes. The words that have been there Before the final version Yeah Have you got something You could read for us?
1: Yeah I've, I have, was thinking about um, What to read And uh before Christmas, a friend of mine was walking on Dartmoor and as he was walking home, it started to rain and he was saying that he imagined every raindrop as a note of music and it would be Vaughan Williams. <laughs> and I said, you've got to write this up as a poem. And he said, I gift it to you. Hey. So I um. Oh, what so, great t- idea. so so I uh, wrote a poem called Moments and this is for Paul Sutton. Then as he walked home across the fields rain began to fall dives and Lazarus in the first few thin drops as if that rich man held the purse strings of the clouds he moved through Thomas Tallis' variations and as the rain became heavier he could hear all of Vaughan Williams' music in the fat drops that fell on his head ran off his shoulders and down his back by the time he reached his house the sky was an intricate lattice of music which followed him inside, into the shower, chiming off the tiles as mute water slothed the music off his skin. Ooh.
0: What, what did you say that one was called?
1: moments, for Moment. want of a better, oh, of a right. better description. Yeah. yeah. titles are always difficult.
0: Yes, they are, or yeah. well, with yeah. anything. Yeah. I mean, I know from... Oh, we've had argument yes. over argument about titles. Yeah. Um, mm. So, yes, and you have got to, You want it to actually um, fit the poem, don't you? Yeah, and Sometimes. you don't want to
1: give the game, game away. No. I think that's, you, you know, th- you can do really obvious titles. Yeah. Um, there was somebody, was it, I, I think it was, I want to say it was Craig Graham, but I'm not sure it was. So he used to just number, number all the poems so you would get 47. And I think, yeah, 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 that works. That works. That works and for me in an industrial way. Well,
0: actually... What, I'm always better at looking at an index of first lines sometimes yes. rather than yes. an index of titles. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have a... I, I have the first line in my head, but I yeah. couldn't remember mm-hmm. what the title was, so yes. maybe it's not as important as, as well, we
1: think I think it is. I think, it's, I think it's, it's one for indexes, really, isn't yeah. it? People who write indexes and um, content sheets yes. are, are very very interested in first lines. And sometimes mm-hmm. the first line can really carry the poem. Mm. One thing that I I tend to do is if I if all else fails is I will use the first line as the title. Yeah. And then the first line bang you are into the poem. Yeah, it's often what mm. it's known
0: as, isn't mm. it? Really? Yeah. You know, yeah. people will know the poem, but they mm-hmm. won't know the title.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you convene Juncture Twenty Five.
1: Well, I, I I would have said I used to be the um, the facilitator, but these days the, the the each each person within it is is such a, an amazing poet and so creative mm. I, I've, I think I've stepped back from that role really we are a collective a, of. A collective I would of say poets. we are a collective of poets these days yeah. so yeah. do you
0: still meet fortnightly?
1: we do still meet fortnightly At the first meeting is bring your own work and we'll <coughs> offer constructive feedback and the second one is um, a workshop one of us will take on and we'll write mm. a poem in about 45 minutes mm. wow it keeps your chops sharp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to do that. I bet, yeah. yeah. does everybody mm.
0: have to read it out, or can they go, oh, no, no, you, no, you
1: never should... have to read anything out. That's no. the, the, any time you're in any workshop, it, I think it should be up to the individual what the individual reads yeah. out, and I've never put pressure upon people to, to, to read anything they didn't want to. Because you don't know where... I mean, especially when I do workshops at festivals, I you, you never know what experience that person is tapping into or what you've you know, um happen chance a walking in the person and you don't oh. know the life story and the last thing you want is somebody you know, is to put somebody in a very vulnerable position. Mm. So I, I, it's the fir- one of the first things I always say is you don't have to share if you don't want to.
0: No, and we, we had um uh, writers are non um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in here. And, and there's a feeling in, in that group that, you know, constructive criticism, it's easy to say the words constructive mm-hmm. criticism. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy to take it if something's very close mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, does the group manage that quite well, you know, that ability to say, if we don't think that line works without, you know, giving people's c- confidence a good knock? It must be tough.
1: It's it's taken a long time, but we've been a close group for um, four or five years, yeah. and I you think that, that was too, part. Of, I mean, part of when when we were pulling it together, and I was doing that. Right, what well, the rule's going to be? The group wanted a close group, and mm-hmm. over that period of time we trust each other now. I yeah. mean we've we've you know we've been doing it for so long and yeah. the the we you know, we know each other. It's it's I think it's different. I I, I do admire Chella and Martine um, Martin yeah. with um with, with, with writers and on. And I turn up honestly I will be back. I turn up when I can. <laughs> but it's usually I'll
0: back to them as well.
1: Yeah, it's usually the same time that um Juncture twenty five's on. But I, I think how they do it and I think they are so skilled offering mm. people constructive feedback mm. you see i would use the word feedback rather than criticism yeah i think criticism yeah is is is, is a is a loaded word whereas feedback you yes, can criticism's choose got an academic slant yes. to it hasn't it that, yeah
0: you know that's uh how you can um is it they say um i remember it from the simpsons my kids loved the line because they were reading keats on the simpsons mm. and Marge says they sure suck the fun out of that poem. And it is <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, mm-hmm. I thought yes, you can actually yeah. if you mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if you use criticism in the wrong way or you teach yes. it or you talk about mm-hmm. it in mm-hmm. in the wrong in the wrong way, mm-hmm. the um, you know, it does actually suck any well fun maybe not, but mm. certainly any joy out of it. Yes. So it's, uh, it's important to. I mean, certainly with writers and I'm very keen to promote the website because some fantastic blog posts on. There's
1: some amazing things on, yeah. there. and 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 cello's radio play as well was was stunning. I know stunning. we had it on here. I know. We, yes. Yeah. yeah. It was stunning. She's 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 done so really well with. It. Yes, and Martine's books are worth reading yeah. as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Where well, I read them when she mm-hmm, was on mm-hmm. it was ages ago. Yes. I was,
0: oh, have I had some message. Um, oh, we've had a message from the website. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Barry in Wiverliscombe has said, mm-hmm. I love hearing Paul reading his poetry. What a voice. Does the way you read your own poetry change over time?
1: Yeah, hopefully I've got better. Thank you, Barry, and hello to you. I have to say I've probably got better at doing it since um, since I first started. We were thinking we were talking about um, the Taunton Live Festival in the summer uh, the other night, and we were thinking that one of the things that we might do for that, if we can find somebody who. is skilled enough is is to offer a a a reading skills you know performance skills mm-hmm. as opposed to performance poetry you know yeah. you know the John, John Cooper Clark out and you know <laughs> uh, you know out, uh, you know whatever you, you know <laughs> where, where, where it's machine gun we're, we're thinking of just just running something that would enable people to gain. Sk- the skills I mean mm. I, if I, the skills I have I've probably learned by um by boring people for many years at different open mics and um festivals really I suppose yeah, yeah.
0: no but I mean if, uh, you can listen now on the poetry archive which is something if mm. I'm feeling really bored okay. and mm-hmm. procrastinating endlessly mm. the poetry archive um on the internet it, is it .org? Is it just poetryarchive.org? Mm. Something like that. It is. It's fabulous, and I heartily recommend it because it's got a lot of poets reading their own poetry, mm. some of whom you feel quite different about after you've heard them read it. I yes. certainly, you know, I, I read a lot of Caroline Duffy before I actually heard Caroline Duffy mm. read her own poetry. Mm-hmm. And you have a completely different impression of the work yes. after you've heard the poet mm. read their own poetry.
1: There's something to be said for that. Sometimes, though, I think um, other people do a better job. Yes. I'm thinking here as Stephen Spender. I remember listening to mm-hmm. it. what many years ago, I had a, a a set of cassettes that I probably copied from the library, and um, and one of them was Stephen Spender, and and I just did not like the way that. I mean, I loved the poetry. I thought the poetry yeah. was really It cl- was really worked, but I just didn't like the way he read it. It was just too. I don't. I don't. I want to say. Yeah, I don't. Don't really want to say the word pompous, but the word pompous comes to um. mind. Well, mm-hmm. I've had
0: that many recordings of, of people reading Keats
1: mm-hmm. in my time,
0: and we know that Keats had a, quite a significant London accent. Mm-hmm. He certainly didn't mm-hmm. speak like Sir Ralph Richardson. No. And, you know, Ben Wishaw has come the closest to it because he played Keats in, in the mm-hmm. film Bright Star, where it's mm-hmm. just a it's more natural way rather than mm-hmm. a very theatrical, yes, slightly mm-hmm. pompous no. way. Mm-hmm. I always thought Dylan Thomas read a little. I heard him reading Rage Against the Dying of the Light, yes. and it felt a bit as if he was doing the... Um, lovely bit but it is I think it's really important mm-hmm. I mean so maybe Barry would like to hear another one but oh, do you have yeah. something yeah. else you could read us
1: I wanted to read a uh, if I can find it now you see this is how on together I am and this is it. it's called dream fragments I wrote it about a year ago and um, again it was from a dream I woke up with an image of a children's the last picture in a children's picture book in my, in in my head, and a line of a, a line of writing underneath. And as I I went downstairs, made a cup of tea, and dashed off uh, a, a sort of stanza. And then, as I went about my day, I kept returning to that first line and I would say riffing off it writing different, um, writing different responses to it and um, they eventually uh, coalesced into, in, into this poem called Dream Fragments at the end of the story she planted a tree completing the circle with this tired metaphor I can recall the image just radiance from the tree uplights her face gypsy caravans to one side the good people surround her A detailed engraving from a dream book is fading, now my words have woken. There is nothing for them to do. A different reality imprints itself on my brain. At the end of the story, she planted a tree, then climbed up its branches beyond my imagination. This was not difficult, she tells the glass magpie, who nods. They will dance a tango over mulberry leaves. Paint stars on the inside of a teacup. Then consult with coelacanths, for whom water is but an abstract notion. Hers will be an interesting life. At the end of the story, she planted a tree. You can see it if you stand on tiptoe and look through that wall. It is a strong plant and will outlast my thoughts. Perhaps it will be an extra in a drama that is played out in your head.
0: Ooh, lovely. No. <laughs> you want to hear it again, but, you know, we have always talking for such a long time. <laughs> There's no I time. I mean, how many festivals have you got planned for this year? So well, far? I've
1: been a bit lackadaisical this year because of one or two things that have, 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 have happened at home. Um, I've, I'm, I've been asked back to the... Uh, warwick folk festival for the second year and that's that's a really nice traditional folk festival and um i have um only got to 2000 trees i think i think we're on the 2000 trees i'm waiting mm-hmm. for um uh rob to get back to me were you that that would be our third year at 2000 mm-hmm. trees i do that one with juncture 25 and other than that at the moment i i haven't oh and um witchwood i'm, under, I'm doing i the poetry cafe cabaret at the midnight at at um at witchwood this year i've been asked back uh, by Anne again um yeah and i've not i've I'm open to festivals, but to be honest we're going to America for uh, three and a half weeks we're going to portland so um we're that's that's sort of thrown. That's sort of thrown all of our um I'm sixty this year, so we thought oh, wow. we'd go we thought we'd go and um and and. and, and have a bit
0: of a road trip.
1: Yeah, have a bit of a road trip and I've always fancied Portland because yeah. it's supposed to be so such a hip place.
0: Yeah, so you yeah. might come back full of mm-hmm. new yeah. ideas for I would
1: imagine so. Yeah. yeah Usually yeah, uh, I expect to be in a different place to to be stimulated into writing. Mm. i i it's it's an interesting one. in um In Blessed by Magpies, there's a section called Road Poems and uh, Mm. I I tend to be, if you visit somewhere different, the stimulus from it really, really um, gets me writing. Yeah, no,
0: it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we were talking, because you've you've given me some CDs, haven't you?
1: I have. One's for you, which is um, Lizzie Nunnery, the wonderful Lizzie Nunnery, who is on the Philharmonic Hall as part of the Acoustic Festival in Liverpool um, this month. And Lizzie and her husband, Vida. Norheim, I stunningly wonderful performers, right. and she's uh, she's look forward to that. she's um she's always worth listening to, and the other one is by Brute Sharkey, who is putting together her um, second album as we speak, mm-hmm. and will be and will be touring in um in April I think mm-hmm. or May. She, no, she's recording and she finishes it in April. She's touring in May, and mm-hmm. she will p- be playing taunts And she comes and does. it, every, usually when she's in the area, she'll do a house concert for me, mm-hmm. and the wonderful things house concerts are, are brilliant. But you can um, you can um, find uh, Brooke on her her website, and she she is a wonderful performer. There's nobody like her. She she's she sings chanson, and she swaps from English to yeah, French. Right she's 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 got the most amazing voice and yes. Uh, but, you know, her band are so tight. They're, they're, they're stunning, yeah. stunning musicians. And the
0: cover of the album is beautiful, it's beautiful as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, we were going to set a little competition. I might have to okay. do it via my Facebook page. It might be the easiest way to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can I read it out now? I see you've got a, a quote up there from the great Bob Marley. One good thing about music is that when it hits you, you feel no pain, which yes. is from Change Town Rock. <laughs> and um, what I wanted to say then, as, as the the the... the, the competition would be to win Brooke's first album would be what was Bob Marley's middle name
0: oh wow that's a good one if you if rather than I mean lots of people who listen to this aren't on Facebook of course so I'm sure they won't mind if you if you email into the studio which is studio at 10 dot org so email us in the answer to what was Bob Marley's middle name we won't know if you google it but try not to if you yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: honestly it's um anything to do with bob marley has to be cool yeah have absolutely. you read the, the the brief history of of seven killings that won Booker? no absolutely stunning it's a wonderful it's a such it was so thick a, i I'm, know it's i'm feeling post, really ancient now yeah <laughs> post it's post-colonial writing and uh, literature mm. it, it's stunning and at the end of it, they they say that the singer, he's always referred to as the singer, was playing the long game. You know, suddenly you hear people you know in every favela and barrio singing redemption song and i think mm. yeah this person's got it yeah that was bob marley
0: absolutely well that's a great question mm-hmm. so email in and i'll also run it via my face facebook page which is Susie grogan if you're on facebook um well we've run out of time because we want always. To- <laughs>
1: thank you.
0: <laughs> we need an hour um but i wanted you to get, have the chance to play your your chosen track do you want to say what it is and why you've chosen it
1: it's um, it's off a, an EP by Bruce Sharkey. It's called "I Crossed the Line," and it's um, it's just beautiful. I like the, the lyrics. People and want to want
0: to enter the I competition. I hope I
1: hope so that people will want to. And mm. um, she will be touring. She plays she plays in the Southwest at least. Uh, she does at least two tours a year, and you can catch her somewhere near you.
0: So so watch out. And is there a website we can look at? your poetry
1: my website is uh, magpie bridge if you put magpie bridge into the um, into a search engine it always comes, comes out, out near top. the top yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: yeah so thanks ever so much Paul thank welcome, you welcome as always as always wonderful yeah. wonderful poetic yeah. chat and yeah. bye everyone
1: thank you <laughs>
2: cross the